0: Section 44 of Hidden Treasures This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Etienne Bruce Hidden Treasures by Harry A. Lewis Robert Y. Hayne there were now a debate on the doctrine of nullification in which he was one of the principals, if it were the only act of his life, must make the name of Robert Y Hayne forever illustrious. He was born in seventeen ninety one and admitted to the bar before he was twenty one. Have been educated in Charleston, South Carolina, his native state. He volunteered early in the War of 1812, and happily rose to the position of Major General. Being considered one of the best disciplinarians in the South, as his old friend, Mr. Eros, had been chosen to a seat in Congress, he succeeded to his large practice, and before he was twenty-two he had the most lucrative practice of any lawyer in his state he was elected to the south carolina legislature as a member of his assembly of eighteen fourteen and a speaker of that body four years after taking his seat and soon was chosen attorney-general of the state in every position young hayne was placed he not only acquitted himself with credit but won for himself great esteem and as soon as he was old enough to be eligible for a united states senator he was sent by his state to defend their interests at the national capital here he became a most aggressive opponent culminating in the battle of the giants the great debate on the interpretation of the constitution mr haynes's speech on this occasion was heralded far and near and it was classed by his supporters with the mightiest efforts of burke or pete miss webster's reply has been generally acknowledged the superior effort of the two but certain it is that whatever may have been the tendency of the views espoused by him robert y hayne was an honest and sincere defender of the doctrine of the state rights and was held in high esteem by his political opponents the obnoxious tariff laws passing general hayne was elected governor of his state the people feeling that they could place the helm of their ship in no safer hands during the trying ordeal they felt they were to pass through in replying to president jackson's celebrated proclamation hayne issued a counter-manifesto full of defiance happily the compromise of mr clay postponed for thirty years the threatened civil war the evening of the close of that great debate at the presidential leave mr webster challenged mr hayne to drink a glass of wine with him saying general hayne i drink to your health and hope that you may live a thousand years haines disposition is shown by his reply i shall not leave a hundred if you make another such speech if he felt there was merit in an individual he was quickest to admit it even when it might be to his own detriment and when it is remembered that he was one of the first to compliment webster on his great parliamentary success his noble qualities are shown in their true colors after serving in the gubernatorial chair with great distinction he retired to become mayor of charleston he now turned his attention especially to internal improvements and soon became president of the charleston louisville and cincinnati railway this office he held at his death which occurred in his fiftieth year september twenty fourth eighteen forty one there are many things in the character of general hayne worthy of study end of section forty four of hidden treasures